guys and gals, welcome to the Oxford Holy Club, a place where we ready ourselves to give an answer for the hope that's in us. We will also try to answer your questions, random questions from the interwebs, and have some fun too. So put some seatbelts on your ears because we're in for a wild ride. Well, hey, ladies and gentlemen, it's your host, Beard Man. <laughs> and the bald eagle. I mean, that was an aggressive bald eagle right there. I <laughs> really kind of cut me off. How are you, Lucas? Oh, not too bad. Just uh, got back from a little meeting and excited to record episode 52. 52! There should be fanfare. <laughs> the streamers are flying. It's a, it's a, what did, what did they throw in uh, uh, for presidents? That ticker pre- tape parade? It's a ticker tape parade kind of day. Uh, that reminds me of a joke I used to know from, <coughs> from a, a good pastor. He, he would, this is the joke, Lucas, ready? I'm buckled in for it. He said, what ticks to a wall? <laughs> what? Ticky paper, Tupid. <laughs> we made it one year and that was it. The internet said, <laughs> the internet said no more. And that was Oxford Holy Club. It was a pleasure uh, serving you as a podcast for the last uh, trip around the sun. Now, this has been our year in review uh, and we're done. All right. We're done. Uh, we've accomplished everything. Until yeah, next time, keep spiritually fit. And have fun. <laughs> I guess we should keep going, Lucas. How are you before we roll into the notes? Uh, we're doing doing well. Uh, you know, I'm I'm into week two of summer vacation and getting my my sea legs under me, as it were, and getting into a routine and all that kind of thing. But uh, it's been good. Uh, I it's I don't get as much stuff done at home as I'd like to, especially in the school year, especially during the last month because it's a little bonkers. Sure. Um, but uh, I've been getting my little to do lists chipped away at and and all that, so that's been it's been good and spending time with the kids and everything. So it's been uh, yeah, a good couple weeks. Well, that that is important spending the time. And, and and how's your week going? You know, Lucas, thank you thank you for asking. Uh, it's been a it's been a good week. Similar to you, this is the first week where the kids are off school. Mandy, who is an EA, is now done for the summer, and everybody's together again. And um, yep, it's been about seven. Yeah, I see that thumbs up. It's been about <laughs> it hasn't even been seven days. And um, oh, I should I, I need to get that countdown till school starts again going. <laughs> <clears throat> it's good. It's good. My kids are, sometimes are like oil and water. They just don't mix. <laughs> uh, but it, it's been it's been good. It's been good. Um, what have you done? Canada Day stuff, Lucas. I see we got some Canada Day activities listed. I'm hoping that you did something because mine's going to take no time. <laughs> yeah. Well, I put it down just as like a talking point. Like, hey, what did you do for Canada Day? Uh, but it, we didn't do anything crazy exciting. Like, we went to, we have uh, friends of ours. Uh, they have a house on a lake. So we went there and it was just like, it was like, it was an awesome day. Just nothing super notable happened. Although, ooh, actually, um, we can live vicariously through a friend of mine. Uh, awesome. So he installs... Um, rural internet places and he was at someone's house and they say take this and he says what is it and it was a baby raccoon that he found on the road oh and and so- somehow talked my friend into taking it and uh anyway <laughs> my friend has this raccoon now and he's not really sure what to do with it i mean i said well what are you gonna do he goes oh yeah my family's like you know picked up stray coons before like we've raised a few to adulthood and i was like oh okay so this is like old hat for you or whatever and he's sending little videos of like him and the kids having fun with it. And, and I went out to hang out with him uh, on Friday. And it is like the cutest little thing. It's like a little cat, except for the most human-like hands, except for the claws. But they're oh. always like 
touching stuff that he they're always like coming up on your shoulders just doing little tiny raccoon massages get away from me (laughs) yeah always crossing boundaries but no it's it's super yeah it's super interesting and super cute i kind of wanted to like hug him close to my face like a kitten but again it's a semi-wild animal I would say I would say ninety percent wild, uh, but it follows the his kids around and him around, and it thinks one of his kids, I think, like the seven year old, is his mom, um, and uh, they've named him uh, David Kuhn, which, if you're from New Brunswick, uh, you'll know is one of our uh, political figures. So they named him David after Mr. Kuhn. I I am not from New Brunswick, and even had I been, I probably would not have known that. <laughs> that that seems it's, like it's a, a great it's a great raccoon name. That, that's that that is a that's a deep pull. Right there, <laughs> deep cut. It, it's it, the rule goes: if you have to explain it, it's funny, right? Is that how that <laughs> that's, works? That's how it works. We're okay, really good. we're really letting our hair down, so, so, so to speak, on this the last episode <laughs> of the Oxford Holy Club. Not really. Um, you know, okay, so you guys have been. What did you do for Canada Day? Sorry, we were living vicariously. There's a baby raccoon that gives massages, and what on, else on did prowl. you do on the prowl? Uh, and and, uh, and no, we were out. We were out at the lake. And we were out uh, doing the tube and on the back of the boat. And and was there a kinda, hot tub on the back of said boat? No, but there was a hot tub at this place. Of so course, there I know was. you think I'm. Of my life revolves was. around hot tubs, but uh, <laughs> anyway, we. Um, and I was in it. It was it was great because the lake was actually kind of cold, so it was a nice to have the uh, the the warm respite. Uh, Lucas and I were talking earlier today, and I was making fun, maybe poking fun, so to speak, at when he when he now like meets someone for the first time and is thinking, could this person be my friend? There's probably a list of questions. And the first one is, uh, do you have the hot tubs? <laughs> <laughs> and if the answer is no, then it's walk away now. Yeah. Thank you so much. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. Let me know if you get a hot tub. Yep. What's funny, Melissa and I, when we moved here, we moved here, would have been right around Canada Day sometime. And we went to the uh, the Canada Day fireworks downtown, Fairton, you know, like every city, beautiful fireworks, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, and as we're there, the, Fairton has a river that runs through the middle. So there's like north side, south side, that sort of thing. North side, and, uh, south side. And everyone like, got, you know, hangs out along the river and watches the fireworks. And while we were watching, I see these boats going up and down and up and down. And all I remember, I guess go to Melissa and go, we need to get boat friends. We need to have friends <laughs> with a boat. Like, you know, because, I mean, everyone loves a boat, but they're so expensive in the upkeep. And yada, yada. all you really need is a friend with a boat, just like a hot tub. Avoid the cost. Just mooch off them for that. Um, but the, you know what? They get to enjoy my amazing uh, personality and uh, stuff. Yes, if question? I may, it- I listened to another podcast uh, where the two guys are kind of from similar areas to what we are from, and they moved to um, Los Angeles to pursue, you know, their career and in in, yep. in um, media and, and all that kind of stuff. And they they talked about how relationships in Los Angeles are all transactional. A lot, it's yeah. hard to find good friends because they're always looking for an angle, looking for who can get me in with whatever. So, are you trying to tell me that Fredericton <laughs> is the Los Angeles uh, of the Maritimes? Yeah. It's all just. Do you have a boat? Do you have a hot tub? Like, what's the story with that? Do you have a Do you have a pet raccoon I could come see? Like, yeah, it's that's what it's all about. You, you, so I don't know what I'm bringing to the table then, because you know, want I, and I, need. What's that? Want what, and need. need. <laughs> yes, with things I am fulfilling, but uh, but yeah, no. So I I certainly am not friends with them for those things. I was friends with all these people before they had boats, before they had hot tubs, oh, before they yeah. had raccoons. Yeah, uh, and I will be friends with them long after the raccoons have bitten them and run off. I have a friend who went to school um, around the same time as Justin Bieber, 
And so it's always like, I knew him before he was famous. I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So has, I, you know what? We had a whole, whole uh, thing here listed, but has living in Fredericton changed you, Lucas, as an individual? Are, are you now more shallow on the inside chasing the Canadian dream? <laughs> No, no, I think I'm pr- I'm pretty much the same. I mean, I haven't gotten worse. Haven't gotten much better either. I wouldn't say. I'm just trying to, you know, uh, live my truth, uh, chase my bliss. <laughs> chase your you bliss. Know, all Knew that, that stuff. was coming. <laughs> oh my word! I need to. I need to change. I have. We have some notes for another episode. I need to change. Just some. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! So, but but uh, enough about me and my shallow uh, coon-seeking ways. Uh, Brad, I hear that you uh, had a problem with service at McDonald's. Go uh, ahead and uh, unpack that for us. I would love to, but first, I still have no sweet clue what you did on Canada Day, and <laughs> we've been talking for over ten, almost ten minutes. <laughs> I told you, I, w- I went on boats, uh, and I went oh, on hot yeah. tubs. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. And then I asked around if anybody else had any other boats or hot tubs <laughs> at the party, just to put them in my Rolodex. Just, just yeah, just to get okay. Um, <laughs> Well, just, just not because you asked, but just so that you know, because I know the the O Club is wondering. Um, we didn't actually do anything for Canada Day. <laughs> we got up late, and it was pouring rain, and the festivities, all the festivities, were like a half hour away in either in either direction. We were in the <laughs> middle of nothing, and we wound up. Um, we wound up cleaning and packing and getting rid of garbage the entire day because we're moving. That was, yes, go ahead. So are you telling me that Oxford doesn't have like a little crappy fireworks show or something that you could have gone to? No. Oh, oh yeah. But it's like, it's the neighbor, six houses down. It's their teenager. Um, light, <laughs> firecrackers. Light, firecrackers and, and illegal fireworks uh, off in the trees somewhere. If I, <laughs> last year that woke the kids up, that ticked me off. Um <laughs> But no, there's nothing. There's nothing in Oxford. You got to go to. You got to go somewhere else uh, to to get that stuff. Like Sherwood. Oh, uh, Charlottetown. Now I read in the news today they sh- would have a big shindig. I think apparently, apparently, according to the article I read today, um, the the fireworks in Charlottetown, a- according to the city, who is biased, are the best in the country. Now. Um, it, they weren't like they weren't talking about it in a way to try to make themselves bigger. Charlottetown puts on probably one of the best firework shows that I've ever heard of, and I know I know two employees uh, from the company that works with uh, with this fireworks company. Uh, what are they called? Something effects fireworks effects. That can't be right. That <laughs> seems too on the nose. It seems too on the nose, but it might it might just be that. Anyway, so next year, come Canada Day, I'm gonna get to see some of probably the best fireworks I'll have ever seen. Uh, interesting and boring story. I was in Washington D.C. for July Fourth. Uh, out oh, really outside of the White House. Very exciting. Yeah. Well, um, you know, Obama. Bless his soul, cut back the budget, hardcore on on the fireworks. <laughs> two two sparklers. Yeah, uh, two Secret Service agents with uh, two sparklers uh, singing the national anthem. <laughs> it was it was one of the worst fireworks shows I've ever seen. And really, it was awful. We've done so much better at our Christian camp uh, <laughs> with like Costco fireworks. And we took how many teenagers, because uh, we were on a mission trip there, through the crowds. And like that city, just 
empties and everybody's out in the street and and they're at the place is packed for these fireworks and they were not good anyway not good. i digress that was 2012 it's trump's america now you you know that he's got like live ammo fireworks get, every single night tanks are shooting uh, shells into the air uh anyway i i i have a problem i yes. My family and... Oh, sorry. Before we go on to uh, your diatribe against a certain uh, restaurant, I just have a, I have a thought for you. I want to know your th- feelings. I think fireworks, 10 minutes of fireworks is all anybody needs. Agree or disagree? Agreed. I feel once I get to that point, I start to get bored. Even if they're like the most amazing. Like you always like, oh yeah, I saw that one again. Uh, you know, I've... As a kid, I probably would have felt like I wanted to watch an hour, but as an adult, I want 10 minutes and that's about it. If you can't um, Gandalf those yeah. things... I'm out. Uh, actually, and a, fr- a friend of mine, I guess there's a fireworks store or seller. I think it's like out of some guy's shed, but it's it's got it's a guy who does it like commercially. He sells to the cities. Yep. But apparently, he will also sell to individuals. That's dangerous. Because a friend of ours, uh, Mr. LeBlanc, <laughs> he went there and he's like, "Hey, do you guys sell fireworks?" He's like, "Um, yeah, I do." Have you ever used fireworks before? It's like, oh yeah, like I bought you know Irving cases from the Irving and stuff. And uh, anyway, uh, so this guy's like, no, well these are the big ones, um, and I'll give you a big deal on them, blah blah blah. And he gave him like a road flare to light them with, and all this stuff. And apparently, it, it they were amazing fireworks because he's gone back a few times and, and dropped a few uh, few C notes on them to uh, okay. for some pretty amazing post wedding fireworks and whatnot. Oh wow. Sorry, but sorry, you were saying how you hated McDonald's. Go ahead. Oh shoot! Okay, you re- really outed me there on that one. <laughs> now I don't hate I don't hate McDonald's. What I'm not enjoying about McDonald's right now, and they've been doing it for a while, but today it really got under my skin. Um, I we my, I, we walked in with the kids, and we were immediately not met, but stalked by an employee who whose total whose job is to make sure that number one your kids have socks if they dare smell the play place number two um to to show you where all the crayons and all the coloring things are and then prompt you do you want to play a game uh which was which, super isn't that what the guy from saw said yes which was super creepy and and then stands there waiting for you as you're trying to process what the heck is happening I'm not in a fancy restaurant that still wouldn't do this crap. I'm in a McDonald's. Let me sit with my children, push them to the play place, and eat your garbage food, please. And so, no, what? no, I see ahead. your finger. I'm raging. This person didn't speak to us when we came in. She got behind us and followed us. And the moment she could break off to the left, just list lazily to the left a little bit, she did to then... Plop herself at the garbages where then she gave her big spiel about you can buy socks at the counter and would your kids like this in a game and like the kids are looking at the slides in the play place and she is trying to hand crayons and coloring paper out to the kids. We didn't go there for that. We went there for them to play and burn off some energy while we like sit and eat. Um, and, and then, and then... Uh, later, I, I, she must have sensed my consternation. Is that a term? Is that a word? Hey, I mean, I'm sensing it now. Go ahead. Hey, Google, define consternation. Consternation. Yeah, feelings of anxiety or dismay. I was dismayed and getting much anxieties. Um, and, and so 
you know, every now and then an employee would maybe come out with like an ice cream coupon or something for the kids, right? Like to, you know, or, or a little ice cream and go here for the kids. So she, she comes along later and there's other people in the play place and is giving out these pastries to people. Oh, would you like to try our new pastries? Oh, have you seen the crayons and the coloring pages? Don't forget your kids need socks. What the heck? And, and she won't give me one. She, so sorry, you you found the best service of any McDonald's in the world and it bothered you because you were expecting like shoddy service. Is I, that what it was? I was expecting that I would order my food like we normally do and sit down uninterrupted by this busy Betty that wanted to, to get in our face and continue to have. She told one parent that the kid needed socks and the kid had socks on, but the parent had sandals on. <laughs> See, well, the one thing that would bother me is the like the sock police. Like, is I, I actually so- took my kids to a play to a play place like the other day. I was like, hey, it's a it's an activity that cost me uh, the cost of a tea to take them to. And then, except I forgot they weren't wearing socks when we got there. And I was like, uh, well, it's not like there's sock police, so I just let them. Let them at it. Oh. But apparently I could have gone down, done a, done a dime for it. So, so this is what this led to. This led to me with other people all around me that I don't know, which is fine, going to the counter. And when the young man finally looks up from the counter and goes, can I help you? I go, yes, I'd like to order two pairs of socks, please. <laughs> and he just looks at me like I'm an idiot. And I'm like... The, the, I got kids in the play place and they don't have socks. I need to buy some of your McDonald's socks now, please. Thank you. And then he gives me my receipt with my number and he says, this is your number. And I said, I have to wait in line for you to serve so, me two pairs of socks. Someone's got them on a loom out back, making them fresh for you. Oh, like two, two <laughs> minutes or you're fired on these socks kind of thing, right? <laughs> So, so then it becomes this big hullabaloo of, of people shouting back and forth, where are the socks? Oh, I haven't seen the socks. They're right underneath there. No, they're underneath there. And then the guy goes, oh, sir, I have your socks. <laughs> they were right in front of him. Yeah, I would assume now, they'd be like stacked behind the counter with the spoons and stuff. Now, I will say this. I yeah. also think this might be a life hack. So all you parents out there, this one pair of socks, one pair cost a dollar. Which Ooh, that's a good deal for socks. It's a good deal for socks, but we figured we were getting like cheap socks that were probably made from you know leftover McDonald wrappers or something. Yeah, probably grimace. But they were they were a good sock. They held up, and so uh, I think my my daughter Harmony was like, we should just come here to buy socks. And so if she can put that together, I'm just saying there's a case to be made for buying McDonald's socks. I guess what bothered me about this whole thing, Lucas, was just that. I don't know what they're trying to do. Now, question. Yeah. uh, If you're comfortable answering it, where was this McDonald's? Amherst. Super comfortable. Okay. Because Melissa and I went to one in Moncton. It's the one that's like where like Wheeler Boulevard goes under the bridge and over to Riverview. Like it's the one right there. One in Dieppe. Um, And like we we go in and it was like super service. Like like they, they, again, there's a, they weren't, they weren't nagging us about socks, but they didn't have a play place. And they were like, oh. they were bringing stuff to the table and they were being super nice and friendly and giving us free stuff and everything. So I bet they're piloting, like they're trying to be Chick-fil-A, I guess, but I, 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 I don't not doing it for you. I don't like it. Uh, but, uh, but, but, but I hate it. <laughs> Just, oh, there you go. Let me either be a number to you or become <laughs> a full fledged 
like service, full service restaurant, but none of this one person stalking people type thing. And come on with the sock police. Anyway. Oh, now, my if they word. Just, now, if this whole thing had been the exact same, except for like, oh, sorry, your kids need some socks. Here's some free socks. Would that have changed everything or would you still have been kind of annoyed? I was creeped out from the initial stalking. That was mm-hmm. what set me off. There wasn't any yeah. conversation of, oh, hi, can I help you? Let me let me show you where the play place is. Even I'll that, be your McDonald's butler for the day. Right. Even something like that. Um, and, and there was a lady beside me in the play place. Mandy went to go order the food. The kids were playing. And this lady came with one of those uh, with a, a number that you can set on your table. And apparently... Uh, the McDonald's staff just know what table that number is at. There must be some kind of mapping system. I don't geotagging, right? Or, yeah. Something like that. Because the lady, um, the lady asked this McDonald, the McDonald's stalker. Um, so will this thing like buzz or something? And when my food's ready, oh no, we know where you are. <laughs> we'll find you. We'll find you. Yeah, no, it was very. <laughs> do you want to play a game? <laughs> Here's some crayons and a snakes and ladders game. Uh, okay, Lucas. I've raged against the the machine enough. Uh, why don't you talk to me about getting packed for your vacay? Where are you? What are you? What are you doing? Where are you going? Well, uh, we're heading to New Hampshire to Storyland, which is like the uh, the no name Disney sort of, but it's mostly all like for little kids stuff. So it <coughs> should be fine. But I'm getting all ready for that and and packing all my stuff and and making a huge packing list. The nice thing is we were going to be camping and now we're going to be staying in a, an Airbnb. So that, that shaves a bunch of stuff off the list of what we have oh, to pack sure. for, but yeah. uh, it'll be interesting. We have, we, we have a very tentative plan, So and which normally I'm, I'm all about, except for when I'm going with my wife's family, and they abhor a vacuum of plans, and they will fill it with things. So I gotta, I'm a little bit uh, you know, on, uh, on my grind, keeping an eye on that, making sure it doesn't fill up too much. But uh, I think it'll be, uh, I think it'll be fun. I'm, I'm, I'm usually a big fuddy-duddy when it comes to traveling places. I'm like, I don't want to drive eight hours for whatever, whatever, uh, which I don't because I don't like driving places. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, this thing, I think it's like six hours away. It's not crazy bad. We'll listen to Adventures in Odyssey and do whatever. And <laughs> and Melissa's been wanting to go for the kids for a while, and I've been saying no, 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 no. But our kids are, you know, they're all toilet trained and stuff now, so it should theoretically be okay. We've had bad luck with vacations in the past. Usually somebody throws up at some point. Um, Lucas! I think this this could be the one. This could be the one to rule them all that doesn't go sideways. So um, now for those of you wondering why I was yelling Lucas, I was referencing, it was a callback to a video that we, or audio that we played of someone throwing up on air. Anyway, um, you, you mentioned that it was like a poor man's, Poor man's Disney. Do they have any mascots like Icky Grouse? <laughs> uh, yeah, they do have. Uh, it's all the public domain stuff. So uh, you know you're gonna get gen- your generic princesses, and it's a lot of fa- like the fairy tales that Disney doesn't own. Sure. So like I think Cinderella's in there, and a few other ones. Whoa! So, Disney doesn't own for- Cinderella. No, that's, like, that's one of Grimm's fairy tales. Like, there's a bunch of those ones that Disney, Disney's taken and just made popular. Like, they can't do the Little Mermaid, but they can do mermaids, right? Oh. So they'll they'll figure it out. Okay, good for um, them. So yeah, and when I say the No Name Disneyland, that's a little bit generous because I think you know Six Flags is kind of like the No Name Disneyland. This is like the No Name whatever the whatever. No Name Six Flags. It's, it's like it's it's basically I think what happened from the looks of the videos is a traveling circus ran out of gas and just decided <laughs> like we're gonna set up right here. This is it. <laughs> We're going to put down some roots. We'll call it. Really get to know this place. Yeah. Half-mast. We'll call it half-mast. 
fast. That's right. <laughs> so yeah, that's what I'm. Uh, we're getting ready for. So I, I think it'll be fun. The nice thing is, like, all the rides are basically made for little kids, so it won't be that fun for me, fun wise. But the kids will be able to do all the rides. There's no like super scary things, so it should be good. That's cool. Well, Lucas, why don't we spin on our heel here and take this thing a different way? Uh, it's been nice catching up, but when we talked about what we what should we do for the uh, the fifty second episode of a full calendar year of mm. uh, of recording, we thought it might be fun to do a year in review, kind of go over some of the the highlights, different thoughts, and things that we had from uh, over the course of the year, and uh, and kind of share it with you, and maybe even share some ideas of where we could go in the future. We haven't talked about that, so you're going to get it live here. That's right, um, freestyle, freestyling. Uh, and profiling. Not sure what that meant at all. Uh, if you remember the original vision, and Lucas, I'm glad you put that in in the the notes. The original vision for the podcast. If you went back to episode one, I jumped on for like 12 or 14 minutes, something like that. Um, th- now I will say, jumping on and doing that, getting that one episode in the can, for me, uh, helped me get over the fear of starting. Nothing, I want, I've wanted to do a podcast for so long and it was the fear of starting it that was holding me back. Yep. Uh, and so even just 12 to 14 minutes of just, hey, this is what I'm thinking about doing. This is what we'd like to see kind of thing. Mm. For me, getting that out there, publishing that then forced me, okay, this, this thing has, it's begun and we got to get going. Um, but initially, uh, Lucas, you'll remember that the vision for this came from questions that I heard teenagers asking and not, and, and, and they weren't getting answers throughout the course of the year. Um, I would see them, you know, a few times a year and Lucas, you would get questions and things from people, uh, you know, and, and we, we wanted a forum where we could have a lot of fun. We're two Christian guys and the other guests that have been on, you know, but where we can laugh together, share life together. Lucas and I, this is how we catch up a, a lot, a lot of times too, is, is this, uh, so like, we're not putting on, we're not pretending to be someone that we're not for you. This is us, uh, warts mm. and all stupid <laughs> jokes and all. When we laugh at our jokes, we really laugh at our jokes. <laughs> and the problem is sometimes we say jokes that are only for our benefit. Sometimes I'll be talking with Melissa and I'll make some joke. She's like, you only said that for you. I was like, I know it's hilarious. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But we, we wanted a format that could go out easily to people where we could, we could give some thought to some of the questions that are out there, specifically around faith. We have a lot of fun, dumb questions that we talk about, um, and sometimes longer than the other stuff. But, <laughs> but the main purpose for this was we wanted to be able to connect with people that had questions, give our thoughts, and, um, and, and then just kind of go from there and just see where it goes. And it's hard to believe it's been a year, man. Thank you for for being here, doing this with me and, you know, us together for this last year. It's been, it's been super fun. And I like what you said about the hardest one to do was that first little 10 minute one, just because it's funny. I, there, I, I love a, an author named John Acuff and he wrote a book called Quitter and he wrote a book called Start. And uh, he's written a bunch of books, but I like Start because he says it's all about getting started on that thing. And what holds us back from, from Start is fear. And it's like, oh, well, what if it doesn't go well? What if what if people make fun of me for doing a podcast because everyone does a podcast and blah, 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 blah. But it's 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 about getting past that fear. And this is, could be for some of our listeners too. What are, what's that thing you're thinking of that you want to start, 
but you're kind of afraid of something or what do people think or whatever. Mm-hmm. And actually that, that book start, uh, the subtitle is how to punch fear in the face. Um, nice. and that's what, you know, that's what you did. And there, there, I'm sure you had all kinds of little thoughts and, and fears always trying to say why it won't work. But another thing I've read about that's really good is to say, what would you do if you knew it would succeed? Like if you had no right. fears, like what would you do? And, and a podcast is an easy one because it's not actually even that hard to do. Um, it's just a matter, it says the guy who doesn't do any of the post editing stuff, but you know, <laughs> it's not that easy to start or not that hard to start, but you jumped in and you did it and, and, and you kept with it and you, you, you scheduled the guests and you did all that stuff. And man, it's been, it's been awesome to be along for the ride for sure. I, I will say this. And it's, and it's not because of what you just said, but I was thinking about the podcast today and reflecting over the last year. And while you haven't been on every episode, you've been on the majority of them with me. And, and I mean this, I could not do this and I wouldn't want to do this now without you, Lucas. So, um, so thank you for, for jumping on board and doing this. Um, I don't, I don't think it like when you first came on, it was like as a guest, but I, I want it to be clearly known that you're a, you're a co-host. I'm a co-host that that together we're we're building this thing and doing this together as long as the lord allows us i appreciate it and and it's funny because we were talking about it and then we told ourselves to shut up because we should save it for the show but you know it's funny because (laughs) we we were saying that like we would do this if it was just us like if yeah if if it turns out these microphones weren't connected to anything um That yeah, I would. I wouldn't feel like I had lost an hour. You know what I mean. Um, and for me, it's just fun to go back and listen to them again. And it's fun because I enjoy our back and forth and stuff. And, and it's funny because Melissa will listen to it, my wife, and she's like, she's like, oh, I don't know with all the jokes and stuff. And I was like, it's not for you. Like it's it's. <laughs> I was like, it's for us first of all. And, but yeah. really, there are other people who are gonna find it funny. And I said, yeah. I said it's not for everyone. And no no thing in the world is for everyone. But you know, it's fun. It's a fun going back and forth. And then years down the years down the road or whatever, I can listen to it again and, and relive it and it's fun. And like I said, my my son listens to it and he'll bring it bring up little things and stuff. Oh man, we gotta get him an iTunes account so we can rate and nice. subscribe. Anyhow, uh but yeah, and he loves it, so it's fun. It's a fun little pastime for us to share, and that's I've really been enjoying it. You know, something that I've enjoyed about it, besides the interpersonal with you and I and the guests and all that, is um is the, I, I enjoy the audio side of it. Like the, you know, creating, working on the quality of the audio. You know, at, when we first started, I heard a lot of people that started listening just were like, they were commenting a whole lot on the on the quality of the audio and not the quality of the content, which has kind of remained with us throughout the course of this last year. <laughs> yeah. But I, you know, it's been, it's been cool to, um, to do all that, to do the editing and, and to, to try to think of different creative ways of using, you know, little musical stingers or, or just stuff like that, just to, just to, to, to have some creativity in this, that of all the things, like I, I love music and doing music and writing and, and all that. This has been probably one of the more creative things I've been able to do. And it's really helped me with my creative bug, um, that I have, um, and for those of you who don't know, every stitch of music you hear in this is pretty much all either made by Brad or, in the case of the uh, mystery sound, he <laughs> took an existing song and added on to it. Um, so I, I remember when when uh, I didn't find out for quite a while that like you made the intro like on your phone one night or something like that. Because I was saying, like, oh, I love the intro. Where'd you get that from? And he's like, I made it from my brain right off the dome. Uh, like that was that was pretty impressive. 
Yeah, I uh, up. I was thinking I was up until three a.m. that night because I'll. Yeah, I don't have those like crazy stories of inspiration hit me and I wrote the Gospel of Luke, (laughs) right? Like, but but this for whatever reason uh, I was messing around with GarageBand on my phone and was what was really getting into a groove and something that I was really digging and and then it was three o'clock in the morning before I was like, okay, I've got I've got I've got this you know, 20 second intro music kind of thing. Uh, and that's been, that's been fun too. I've really, I've enjoyed that. Um, how do you think we've improved Lucas or do you think we've improved over the course of the year? I don't know. It's hard to say from inside. I'd have to go back and listen to some of the older stuff. Um, I bet it's funny. Cause again, like the audio thing is such a weird compliment that sounds like a non, it sounds like the thing you look for when you don't have anything good to say. Yeah. Um, but I feel like the tech side of things has gotten even better. Like it started off really good and it got even better. I think our back and forth gotten more comfortable. I know for me, I mean, it was always decently comfortable because we know each other. Right. Um, but, but just knowing when, when to talk and, and that sort of thing. And we've worked out our little systems and then having the, the third guests on has been really fun. Like, you know, uh, Kenny and Barber and all those guys and yeah, folks. Yeah. And it's been, that's been kind of neat and, and working that in. And I mean, Really, a lot of the improvements is on your side because it's on the tech, the tech side. But I feel like we've we've gotten better at, uh, at at sorting out some of those things. No, I I would agree. I've gone back and listened to some episodes, and not that we weren't good, so to speak, but I think our flow's got a whole lot better. Just yeah, you know how we know kind of where we're gonna go with some things sometimes, and and just working yeah. that stuff out. I, I I'd like to think has got better. Uh, if I go back and listen. You know, it's it's still us. So I'm not like, oh, this is what? Oh my, oh no, our timing and phrasing and oh, but uh, well, one thing I've noticed is we we don't have to go back and edit nearly as often as we used to because every now and then we go on a little oh. side thing or we'd, we'd run into a little wall like conversationally, yeah, and that doesn't happen nearly as often. Sometimes it doesn't happen at all during an episode when it's just you and I. And this is no knock to any of the other guests that are on, but it's because you and I do this every week. When it's you and I, uh, with the exception of today, because my recording program wanted to be dumb, um, <laughs> I usually only have a few things to splice together and just move things around. But there's hardly any edits where we're taking stuff out. You're pretty much getting us raw, which which yep. I like because it makes my my life a whole lot easier uh, <laughs> in right. post production. We've really been paring down the swears since we, we started. We, you know what? It was awkward at first, eh? <laughs> um, we're we need to start wrapping up here, Lucas. Uh, we're just kind of talking about the year and what it's been like. I want to just point out, like we've had some really great guests on over the course of the year. Um, yep. You know, Ian Fitzpatrick and Mark Collins. Uh, let me see here. I want to just bust out the list real fast. Um, Kenny Wade. We got to love Kenny, Kenny Wade. Thank you, Kenny. Uh, Ken- the uh, insurmountable Matt Barber. Yes. Uh, I've had, you know, we had Andrew Barker on and a couple different uh, pastors, uh, Scott Wilson and Eddie Rossiter. I'm just quickly running through and I don't mean to forget anybody. Uh, some of your youth. So yeah, we had right off the bat, we had some of the youth that were on. I can't, I won't be naming them be- just because they're teenagers. Uh, oh my goodness. Uh, let's see here. Maybe I will have to do some editing. <laughs> <laughs> um, hmm, hmm, hmm. Oh, Dr. Stephen Lennox, uh, president from Ambrose. Oh, and we had, uh, Joel and Helen Thiessen on the show. 
Uh, Justin Pickard, I, I'm not sure if I mentioned him. He was on. Uh, Justin Connors. Um, let's see, who else? Who else? Well, and we've had Matthew Barber on a few times. Did I mention Andrew Beckwith? Did we get Andrew's been on once? Has he? Did I, we get him? I think we had. I think I had Andrew on once. We've been trying to get him. He's the most elusive. Uh, I don't think the three of us have been on. I think you were on with him. Yeah, he's been elusive. He's been like a real slippery a, eel, a skittish deer trying to get him on the mic. Yeah. Then just just as we were about to get him, they got moved into their house, went and had a baby. I know. Oh, babies. They couldn't think of us for two seconds in their plan, family planning. Jeepers. Um, so for for those guests, I don't know if any of you have continued listening after the <laughs> after your interview. Um, <laughs> But thank you for being on. Really enjoyed. I, I'll tell you, uh, I, was it Ian Fitzpatrick was the most nervous I've been for doing an interview. I didn't. It's a big one. I didn't know Ian very well, and he just become our national director for the Church of the Nazarene Canada. He he became the Canadian Nazarene Pope, uh, <laughs> more or less. And and we were only a few episodes in when I interviewed him, uh, and you know. You, you, you want to be respectful to the people that you have on the show and of their time. And, um, and so these silly questions that we, that we get, I, I was terrified that they wouldn't land with him. <laughs> yeah. And then I remember he flipped my points on me. Um, my thought process for, I thought, you know, that we were doing the Wesley questions where that would go and he totally flipped it on me and, and knocked it out of the park. But I realized that my theology was, was bad. <laughs> anyway, so what are your hopes, Lucas, for the next year? I've I've got some thoughts for some different things that we could do uh, with the podcast, but I'm not going to think. I'm, I'm, I think for me, oh, I'm, um, I'm going to caution us before yeah. we start. Maybe not to say any hopes that we like things we want to do in the podcast, so no one holds us accountable to them. <clears throat> <laughs> no problem. Well, I was going to say the only thing I I can really think of is. Um, one thing that we have not done super well, and that's probably because it's been in my uh, my my court, has been um, like social media, like engaging with listeners a little bit more. We we'd love a little more back and forth. Now we need the listeners to you know do their part too. But I'd love to get some more questions from listeners. We've had a few, but I'd like to get some more. Yeah, um, and get get some more back and forth. I think that would make it uh, a lot of fun for everybody. I, I agree. Besides, you know, we can we can create all kinds of segments and we can create all kinds of different things and topics to talk about, those are, they're limitless. Um, mm -hmm. For me, it was more about uh, audience engagement and and what how to do that and how to do that well. Uh, mm -hmm. Maybe you don't know, but our audio quality is awesome. So we don't, we don't need to work on that. <laughs> on that. But, um, but growing the audience and that really, you know, Lucas, you said it, the current, current audience, those, those of you that are listening, this is where this you know, we can continue to do this and we would continue to do this, but for this to grow into something bigger, more substantial, and, and, I, and I think meaningful, I think this is meaningful. It's meaningful to me. People that have listened have, have come back and told me that it's been meaningful to them. Um, so could you tell somebody else that it's meaningful to you if it is, uh, so that, so that that audience can grow so that we can reach more people, not for money. Um, but, but just to get the word, just to get out there and, and, and create a community. The thing that I would love the most would be to create an actual community that we go back and forth with, not just yep. for podcast laughs and all that, but that, you know, maybe someone's going through something and we don't talk about it on air. We, we talk with them through, through Facebook or through email or like, 
Not that we're the experts by any stretch of the imagination, but we're willing to we're willing to listen and to talk and and to help where we can. One thing too, and I'm, I don't know what the net, the demographics of our listenership are, but uh, one thing that I feel that um, sixty five you know, to eighty. Age 65 to 80. <laughs> we really hit that senior demographic, eh? We, we, uh, <clears throat> but one thing that I feel like is really missing in the evangelical church is fellowship amongst men. And I feel like there's not a lot of that. It's hard to get guys to do stuff, which is I understand. But if this could be a method to do that, that would be awesome to see even more of that in the future. Yeah. yeah. Well, Lucas, thanks for taking the last little bit. Thanks for having me. Oh, uh, dude, that's... I, we got to word that differently because it's not like it, it's not like that. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, oh, oh, oh! For uh, let, how can we do this? For Lucas Candy, I'm Brad Silliker. <laughs> and for Brad Silliker, I'm Lucas Candy. Now walk us out of here, Lucas. All right, everyone. Don't forget, if you are on any of those social media, internet things, uh, give us a like, give us a follow. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. We are on email, OxfordHolyClub at gmail.com. I don't have the script in front of me, so I'm making it up as I go. Uh, Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. Tell someone about this podcast if it means anything to you whatsoever. And if you want to send in a one-minute voice message system, uh, voice message system, what? If you want to send in a one-minute voice <laughs> mail uh, to us, maybe something that you liked over the course of the last year, or maybe something you didn't like over the course of the last year, take advantage of that. Give us feedback, rate and review. That's how we learn. That's how we grow and how we get better is by you interacting with us because we're just two dummies that want to talk. <laughs> if we're going to get better at this, help us. Uh you know what? So you can click the links that are there for that, and, and you can just follow all the links that are in the description uh, for anything uh, like like voicemail and supporting and, and all that. I'm not going to continue with that. So more importantly than everything I just said, until next time, keep spiritually fit and, and have fun. fun.